and we are back. Happy 2022 out here killing people again. Okay. <laughs> uh, we're not we're not going to get to just so, well, first off, welcome back to another episode of the Dude Thoughts podcast. You have Carmen, Gabe and Kelsey. We're all very handsome. We're all very beautiful. We're all very smart. But also, just for reference, so that you know, you know when we're recording this, uh, TMZ just reported that Bob Saget died. So you know, <laughs> like happy two minutes ass. before we hit record, so yeah. that is fresh in our heads and not what our topic is, but uh, no, relevant our topic to is about a weird living, another dead person. Yes, um, that's true. But until we until we get there, we're going to keep you on bated breath. If you haven't looked at the title of this episode, <laughs> <laughs> Gabe, hey dude, what's up? Um, I'm. Buying tickets currently to a Orlando Magic game to watch the Phoenix Suns play. Nice. Carmen sent me a message like what, yesterday, day before yesterday. Uh, yeah, 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 yesterday. Carmen, you want to share that message? Not you don't have to say verbatim, but the context. Basically, it was a screenshot of both of the uh, uh, the conferences in the NBA, and the Bulls were number one in their conference, and the Suns were in uh, number one in theirs. And Gabe and I, uh, respectively, Gabe is a Suns fan, and I am a Bulls fan. Gabe, do you mind me asking why you're attached to the Suns? Um, well, I did live in Arizona for a little while. That's semi-unrelated. Um, Don't but it's, that. Yeah. That's, like, yeah, we lived somewhere called Fort Huachuca, which is, like, an army, a military base. What a fun base. name. Mm-hmm. Huachuca. Because in tight. Hardly know ya. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, growing up, my favorite player played for the Suns, and so I just oh, okay. um, gravitated to them. Because Charles Barkley? No, Steve Nash. Steven Nashman. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that's it. But yeah, we're currently talking to a buddy of mine about getting tickets there. And luckily, it's the Orlando Magic. So he was like, how much do you want to spend? And I was like, how much can 100 bucks get us? And it's pretty close, 100 bucks. So probably going to do that. I also watch TikTok, Tick, Tick, Boom. Um, I had a tech thread with Kelki about that because I didn't know it was about somebody's life who I know had a pretty sad life. Yep. So that got sad, and I watched it at, like, midnight, so I was just like, oh, I told I'm you sad. I didn't watch it because I wasn't ready to be sad. Oh, I didn't who know. Who is it like, about? It's about the man who wrote the musical Rent, and he, mm. unfortunately, spoilers for Tick, Tick, Boom, um, passed away, like, right before when Rent premiered on Broadway. So it's very sad, mm. but he, you know, spent a lot of his life trying to, like, break through the Broadway scene, and, like, also it's Andrew Garfield, so. That would be, like, oh. literally... It's, we worked for the last for the next ten years to m- m- no success podcasting, and then the day before the podcast goes viral and is picked up by Oprah Winifrey, we all we die. all drop dead. <laughs> it's pretty much what happened. Yeah, it's a bummer. So, yeah, it wasn't the music was bopping, and Vanessa Hudgens in it, and she's a delight. So I feel like the s- sidebar topic. I feel like that's the case with most artists, right? Like, isn't that it does happen a lot where people aren't appreciated? until they have passed or they just yeah. barely miss it because like, like technically uh, his show did get like picked up to be on broadway he just never got to see it open on broadway which is god awful so so yeah. sad there was an interesting scene in it and then we'll move on where like they were in a like a cafe and i was like is that both skylar sisters <laughs> Skylar <laughs> and, they were, sisters. They were, and then there was like the original people in rent and i was like these are a lot of famous people in this cafe right now <laughs> so anyways Carmen. did you did you watch Encanto yet no i was supposed to watch it today but that didn't damn happen. it gabe i know okay, i'll watch it ahead. tomorrow maybe carmen hey dude what's up <laughs> 
Uh, side note, Encanto is is hi- highly recommended, um, even if it's just for the two songs that everyone can't stop singing. They're so um, good. Yeah, they're, they're good. Uh, also, Fight Me. It's the We Don't Talk About Bruno and the, the Drip Drip Surface Pressure, pressure. Song. Yes. So any other song in that movie basically is n- pointless. Um, I disagree, but those two no, are No, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm being <laughs> facetious. It's, it's a good movie, though. Uh, also, uh, speaking of Hamilton, it's, uh, the music is mostly by Lin-Manuel Miranda. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, in the spirit of New Year, New Me, and in the spirit of Jessica and I uh, paying back uh, our debt and, you know, sticking to a budget we thought that it'd be a good idea to buy both a treadmill and a tonal so we did that today um you know totally just throwing it in the towel and saying screw it we're gonna do this and were they used like facebook market funds or nope nope totally doing <laughs> a stupid brand thing new and treadmill. did you well, have a conniption fit when you did that no like, i felt you, good did I you have fine. like a heart palpitation when you saw the total for those things no i honestly jess and i spent probably a month and a half thinking about it, going back and forth. Yeah. Uh, and we we had gym memberships that we had that we, we canceled just recently because we hadn't gone since yeah, the entire time the she was pregnant. And we, we want to... Watching doctor shows, honestly. So I don't <laughs> know... If Michael feels the same way, Gabe, you'll feel this this way some someday uh, when when you're Actually, when you're daddy. Uh, okay, <laughs> uh, and Gabe is pregnant. Um, so, but I I have I am just a piece of garbage. I get so emotional every time like a little girl has anything bad happen to them in any TV show I'm watching. Uh, so. There was one episode where like basically this this little girl's dad like had heart issues and stuff and i'm like i just don't want that you know so um it's we hadn't gone to the gym for a long time anyone who's listened to the podcast for a while knows and gabe living with us knows how important fitness and a healthy lifestyle is to us so we said you know what we're gonna finance it it's it's yes it's quite a bit of money and it's expensive but it boils down to per month roughly what we were paying for the gym anyways so we just decided well, the to total, do it. I know you guys had been talking about that for a while. And the treadmill also makes sense just because, like, you can't really go out and walk where you are just because it's, like, in the single-digit degrees. Right. Yeah. So it does make sense. I'm not, like, s- surprised in the investment. I'm just surprised because you don't love spending huge amounts of money all at once. <laughs> right, right. And it's it, it's it's going to be fine. The The hard part is is the the treadmill downstairs is going to sit too high to where I actually won't be able to use it uh, because I'm too tall. So uh, Jess is going to use that mostly, but the tonal is more for me than yeah. it is for her. Like video but video one, right? It's like uh, a it's mirror. Like the, yeah, yeah, it's like a video yeah. mirror. I looked it up and a lot of things popped up, but yeah, they're yeah. fancy. Yeah, they're cool. Yeah, they're cool. We're excited. Uh, you know, hopefully we can, you know, get back into shape. But that's the big thing with us. So we're, we're just doing it. It's going to go right back here somewhere. Um, yeah. Right where Jessica's Legacy Award is. We're going to throw that away. <laughs> we're going to sell that. Fire. Yeah, it is. It put the tonal right there. Uh, and then the treadmill is going to go behind us. So, on yeah, the, that's it. Not what? to completely shift because this is on topic, but not to like take away from what you just said. I've weighed 200 pounds today, which is the first time I've weighed that low in like three years. So, Hey-o. yeah, I know. I'm a, I'm a, hef- I'm a heavy man. 2022. So, well, you're, you got a lot of muscle, so. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm still a, a very good percentage as far as body fat yeah. weighs, goes, but I was getting kind of a little too, a little too chunks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, the the decision to really expedite this these purchases is because uh, the vests that I have don't fit anymore because I'm a fat piece of garbage. So, um, anyways, Kelki, hey, dude, what's up? Um, speaking about getting in shape, we went to Trails End and ate a lot of food. <laughs> um, I went there. Didn't uh, say uh, which shape. <laughs> I went there like less than a month ago. And what's getting me upset is like the way things are. And I still appreciate the aesthetic and all that. But like all the Disney buffets are kind of the same now. Yeah. Well, that one, what I love, they bring you a bread skillet first. Mm, that is true. They do do and that. And it is cornbread hush puppies, which is hard to find good hush puppies here in my opinion i don't i like hush puppies but i love hush puppies i don't remember having hush puppies hush puppies can be dry if you do them poorly and then um also they had goat cheese and chive biscuit rolls and i was like oh my god and they brought it with honey butter and pimento cheese spread and the the chicken (laughs) the pimento cheese was so good that's another thing i'm really snobby about are you a big pimento cheese fan yeah but it's like we're just weird about it in the South. So it's like sometimes when I get the ones that are just like the Publix brand, I'm like, this is only okay. But there's this one that they sell at Publix. That's not Publix brand. That's called Palmetto cheese. And it is so good. Um, but Palmetto cheese, it's easy for it not to be good. Um, but this one was really good and it had a lot of flavor and it was really good on the hush puppy. And then they also like the, they brought out the, it's like smoked chicken and dually sausage um potato fingerling potatoes green beans and some kind of like pecan brisket pecan smoked brisket and because of everything being the way that it is i was like because normally with a buffet you can't have a to-go box but i asked the guy i was like what's the situation because there was a lot of food left over and we don't like wasting food and I was like, what's the situation on like a box? Because I know before we couldn't have one. And he was like, as long as you don't do like a reorder, anything that's already on the table, you can take home. And I was like, we will have three boxes, please. And <laughs> we took home everything we didn't eat. Oh, it also came with corn on the cob. And then afterward, we got a, it came with a brownie sundae. That's mad respect. So we did that at Ohana once. We went good. really late, like their last appointment. And I was like, listen, I'm here for the shrimp. Just don't stop and she's and the, the the server was like okay and literally didn't stop she brought three skewers and i was eating shrimp for the next 24 hours yeah <laughs> it's uh, it was lit um and then also since we were talking about sports ball i will contribute to the sports balls um <laughs> i have always had a soft spot for travis kelsey because he spells his name k-e-l-c-e and I'm like, oh, that's practically my name. And I've always kind of been on the fence, like, oh, I should get a jersey, but like, I don't really care that much. Like, who is this person? He's a um, he's a tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I do like Patrick Mahomes a lot, who's the quarterback for that team. And so we were watching football yesterday, and I was like, I'm gonna look at jerseys online. And I was looking at the jersey, and I was like, oh my god, Michael, his number is 87, which my birthday is 87. And I was like, oh, my God. And it says Kelsey on it. And Michael was like, I'm literally buying this for you right now because I was not going to buy it for myself. But that's a so big now deal. I'm going to have that jersey. So that's, you have a jersey now. Yeah. So I'm going to be a 
be a Chiefs fan now, I guess. <laughs> I've never really, like, I've always wanted to care about the NFL as much as I care about college football, and I just never have. But maybe now I will, so. You just needed the push. You needed the yeah. right person to cheer for. Listen, apparently Travis Kelsey and I need to be best friends, so. Eight, seven, Kelsey. Exactly. Uh, you should just duct tape the Y on the end. <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to buy like a iron on patch Y. Yeah. <laughs> um, and just put it right on there. But yeah, so that was my sports ball contribution. But um, hey there, Carmen, what do people do at the 12 minute and 33 second mark? That is a really great, uh, great. That's great a really, <laughs> that's a great <laughs> question, Kelsey. Uh, <laughs> i listened to that episode over i sound like i have a stroke every time i sink sounds like you're eating the microphone every time you do it mary um it's anyways oh gosh at the 12 minute and whatever mark it's almost Oh, goodness gracious. Just just like and subscribe. Um, there's a new feature uh, on Spotify where you can actually give yeah. a five-star review. Yes. So uh, take advantage of that. We, we love to hear it. We love to see it. And uh, shoot us a message on Instagram, at DudeThoughtsPod, at uh, Carmen.Gabriel.Official, at GymLeaderGabe, at ChaoticallyKelky. Let us know what you like about the episodes, and let us know uh, who your favorite uh, Dude Thoughts podcast host, host is and, and why it's me. Um, so, <laughs> I'm kidding. Everyone's one-third equally great. Uh, but anyways, we're talking about... Uh, another dead person today, not named Bob Saget. We're talking about uh, the last uh, most, inf- one of the, arguably one of the most influential uh, people that 2021 stole from us, the queen, the legend, uh, the Betty White. And uh, Kelki is a is a big fan, and Kelki is going to uh, school us this, this podcast. Betty White is a queen and an and just like a gift from the heavens to all of us. And she literally did so much. I, I have a lot of notes because her career is insane. I, I mean, it's, I'm, there's just literally no way I'm going to cover it all because we would be here for like five hours, but I'm going to try and hit like the, the big ones. But um, first off, we're going to start with her birthday is January 17th. She was born in 1922. So this is going to release on the 11th. Tuesday the 11th um, and the following Monday is going to be the 17th. If you don't live under a rock then you've probably seen floating around on social media someone is doing someone has started what's called the Betty White challenge which is basically the goal is on her birthday um, pick a animal charity or shelter or rescue and donate however much money you you can afford to donate because she's like a huge animal activist person like it was one of her biggest passions um so if you have the ability to do that that's a good way to um pay pay homage to her memory um what year was she born 22 1922 it was going to be her 100th birthday this year to to put that in perspective for some (laughs) before sliced bread Oh, so when people my, say yeah, that was the greatest thing since sliced bread, they <laughs> should say the greatest was, thing since Betty White. <laughs> sliced bread was 1928. So. Yeah, I know. Isn't that crazy? She lived six years without sliced bread. 
Also, that's pretty new for sliced bread. Like, why did it take right? so long for someone to be like, everyone's <laughs> just this. slicing this. We should do that for them. It was uh, someone who was related to the peanut butter and jelly and empires. They're like, hey, guys, we've got these two really great products. We have nothing to do with it. Yes. Uh, are, what should Sir we do? Sir Walter Peanut, yes. <laughs> Sir Walter Peanut and Sir Edward Graham Jelly. Uh, <laughs> Edward Grape Jelly? Uh, no, Graham. Ah. Like the cracker. <laughs> yeah. Which, ironically enough, uh, was invented by an, a man named Nathaniel Jones. Are you making that up? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate More about the topic of food before we keep going. I thought of another name for the corgi. And I, did I mention this already? Ooh. You said bagel. What's the okay. new one? Because I love bagel. Okay. So I mentioned it to someone at the, my place of employment. Bagel's still, I think, the top runner. However, I was mentioning bread-themed names. And the person I was speaking with is Jewish. And then they said, what about Hala? And I was like, ooh, <laughs> Hala is a great name, too. Holla. Holla. Come here, Holla. <laughs> and then you can train it uh, something holla for a dollar, and the, do- and the dog, like, stands up on its back legs. Holla back, girl. <laughs> mm. Yes. So, um, I, and that one's so, bagel's cuter, but holla's more, like, smart. It's more, but that's a smart joke. Latka. <laughs> so, anyways, Betty White. Um, Betty White. Okay, so she was born in Carmen. Oak Park, Illinois. No, oh, Oak Park, okay. Illinois. <laughs> I thought you were testing me to see if I'm paying attention. No, I was telling you she was born in a suburb of Chicago. Well, I knew that. We have no, a you... whole we have a whole shrine to her. No, you don't. You're right. I didn't know that. But Oak Park is actually not too far from me. I know. I looked it up because I was like, is it relevant enough for me to like call Carmen out? And it was. I looked it up right on the map. Can we also, uh, on the topic of her 100th birthday, I know there's a lot of memes going on around there. How many uh, leap years did she did she pass? Like twenty something, right? Seventeen, I think. So whatever it was, I think it was just enough time to get her to the hundredth birthday. Yeah. Uh, in days that she missed. So, just for the record, the Dude Thoughts podcast. I think I speak for all of us here. Uh, we consider Betty White to be one hundred. I one of the, my favorite things I saw was that it was said she lived a life so great that even when she died at ninety nine, people thought she died too young, and I was like, ugh. That's How so that's so true. She was she was just a great lady. Um so she was born her parents her mother was a homemaker and her father worked for a lighting company. Um also Betty is her legal name. She it is not short mm. for Elizabeth. Um Is Betty a common nickname for Elizabeth? Yeah. I've never known that. Yeah, it's weird. It's like how um, Peggy is short for Margaret, and I I don't understand. What? <laughs> yes. Peggy, short for Margaret. I don't know why anyone would ever pick Dick if you're Richard. I don't get it. I do Well, it's like how it. Bob is short for Abraham. Yeah. Is that a thing? No. Why are you doing this? I'm sorry. Did you like sorry. do cocaine? Like, why it's is the, it like so many the, today? Mystic mango kombucha. Oh my god! All the probiotics in my tummy are making my head spin. Also, apparently, Jessica thinks I have adult ADHD. I have no problem believing that. Interesting. Okay. I also feel like I have that though. So, okay. So, um, they moved to California when she was like one. Um, and it was during the Great Depression, because that's how old she was. <laughs> um, 
So her father was still working, but on the side, he was making and selling radios because he they didn't have any money. I mean, no one had any money. But and it was he was actually not even like selling them for money. He would just trade them for goods and even sometimes trade them for dogs. So her love for dogs started very young because they always had pets. Um, then she attended Beverly Hills High School. She wanted to be a forest ranger because they would go and visit the Sierra Nevada mountain range a lot. And she really wanted to be a forest ranger, but women were not allowed to be forest rangers because it was the 1920s and women weren't allowed to do most things. And, um, double the, so, double the joke. Oh, sorry. What did you say? What did you say? I said the good old days. Uh, when times to, were simpler to clarify for new listeners. Um, however, in 2010, she was named an honorary forest ranger. So oh. cute. Um, but, uh, when she found out she couldn't be a forest ranger, she was like, okay, I'm going to be a writer. And so she wrote and played the lead role in her middle school performance, which is when she was like, oh, I also want to be a performer. So uh, real quick before we get into the career, I'm just going to go over some personal life things. So she was married three times. She married a man named Dick Barker. Again, why would you choose to go by Dick? Nice. Um, Barker. She- she took. She actually took a break in her career during World War II to go volunteer with the um, American Women's Voluntary Services, and of he was. She did. I know exactly. And he was an armed forces pilot. So they met while she was volunteering. Um, they married and moved to Ohio because he wanted like a simple, the simple life with like a farm. And she was like, "I hate this." And so they moved back to LA. And then he said, "I hate this," so they got divorced. <laughs> Um, And then she married a talent agent in the 40s, and his name was Lane Allen. And he said, hey, I really want you to stay home so we can have a family. And she said, no. So they got divorced. (laughs) Um, And then finally, she met Alan Ludden, who she was married to. Like, that was her last husband. And um, he was the host of the game show Password. Um, And they met in 1961. And um, his he had been married previously, but his wife had passed away from cancer. Um, so he had three children with her. And so then when he met Betty, those became her stepchildren. But um, he actually proposed to her three or three times. And on the first two, she said no. And then the third time she said yes. Um, and so uh, they got married and then he ultimately passed away like 20 years later. And she never remarried and she was doing an interview once and someone asked her, you know, why, like, would you ever remarry? And she said, once you've had the best, why would you want the rest? Which is cute. And then uh, um, Jessica tells me that all the time. (laughs) um, And then when she was doing, have you guys ever watched Inside the Actors Studio? I'm very familiar with it, but I I love it. But I'm like, I like did a lot of acting, so I don't feel like it's something that appeals to everybody. But she did an episode of that, and um, James Lipton, who is the host, asked one of the questions that he asks a lot of people and said, um, if heaven does exist, what would you like God to say to you when you walk through the pearly gates? And her answer was, come on in, Betty, here's Alan, which is so cute. And I hope that's what happened when she died and went to heaven. That's precious. If the Golden Girls didn't intercept her first. Truly. (laughs) So... So that's like the personal stuff. There is, I have not confirmed this. There are rumors that she left her entire estate to her dogs. (laughs) 
not her stepchildren or other living relatives. So I don't know if that's true or if that's just like some like speculation people are saying, but um, that is, she had a, a deep affection for animals and um, Must like her Daniel animals in all lived show. very good lives. Yeah, the horse penis film. She may not have left it so completely speculative. She probably didn't leave it to her actual dogs. She probably left it to a dog charity. But she could have left it. I mean, she's, she could do whatever she wants. She's literally... Yeah. <laughs> well, she was Betty White. It's true. Okay. So she started her career in, like, the 1930s. So at this point, TV is, like, still in development. Like, it exists... But the medium of television shows as entertainment is still people like don't know what that means. So she was like trying to kind of start that. Um, she was doing modeling. She was doing stage performances. And then she started doing a lot of radio, um, radio work. Uh, and sorry. Then she did. That's when she also paused during World War II to volunteer. Then after the war, she started to try and um, do movies but they were like you're not photogenic enough i so, looked up <laughs> pictures of young betty white just yeah now. she's very very beautiful she's always yeah. been very beautiful so it's, I, they're all dumb <laughs> i mean i wouldn't say that she's the most beautiful of all time but i don't think i think she's classically beautiful and there's yeah, nothing absolutely. that i would be looking at going no yeah yeah go try go try something else you got a face for radio yeah exactly so um, she was doing radio. She was doing reading commercials. She was doing bit parts on radio shows because, like, radio shows were what they had before there was TV shows. Um, then she got called to co-host a local to Hollywood daily television show uh, called Hollywood on Television, and it was like a variety slash interview talk show situation. And it was hosted by a man named Al Jarvis. And he left after a few years. And then she just kept doing it by herself. Um, and then in 1951, she was nominated for her first Emmy for Best Actress on Television. Because the Emmys used to be very broad. It was literally just like all your body of work would be what would be nominated. Wow. Um, she, then she uh, co-founded a production company with a man who was a writer and a man who was a producer. And they launched a show called a television show called Life with Elizabeth, and she played Elizabeth. So that was because they were the production company behind it. She was like had a lot of control both behind the camera and in front of the camera. Did so, she play herself in the show? No, she played someone named Elizabeth. And Betty is short oh, for yeah, Elizabeth. She, no, it's yeah, not. but not for her. Her legal name is just Betty. Oh, I thought but that in was like life, Betty things. is. A, a nickname for Elizabeth. I thought that was the joke. That was the punchline is no. I'm Betty. Oh, short for Elizabeth? No. <laughs> but I'm playing a character named Elizabeth. Um, and then she had the... So through her career, there are like four different reincarnations of something called the Betty White Show, but they're all different things. So the first one was a talk show that she hosted and produced. And... Um, her, it was another variety show, and it was the first show to regularly feature an African-American actor. Excuse me. I have so many trails and burps. Um, <laughs> she, the show initially was local to, to um, L.A., and then NBC picked it up, and it was nationally syndicated. She got a lot of backlash for 
having a black actor on the show. And she said, I'm sorry, live with it. And then gave him more airtime <laughs> because she was a boss. Um, and the show ended up getting canceled because it was, again, TV was kind of relatively new at this point and they kept changing the airtime because they couldn't figure out scheduling stuff. So initially it had really good ratings when it was local and had like one airtime, but then when it got nationally syndicated, they kept moving and they couldn't figure out like what slot. So they ended up just canceling it because they were like, we don't know how television works yet. Um, and so then there was a show she did called Date with Angels that was not super successful, but she met Lucille Ball because I Love Lucy was shooting in the same studio lot. So they became like BFFs, right? So they were like besties, which is cute and hilarious. They're both that, cute and hilarious. Surprise me. Right? Did she ever do a cameo on I Love Lucy? Um, I think she was maybe on one episode, but I might be wrong. I'll find out. Yeah, you, you find out. Because I would imagine at the time, and I don't, I don't know if this was another instance of not being appreciated in their time, but I Love Lucy, I would imagine, would be the uh, premier female-led TV show of, of its time. It, it was uh, beloved, yes. Truly. Oh, that's good to know. Um, where am I? Sorry. Okay, so as she was getting more and more famous, she started making the rounds on game shows because game shows were like... A very successful in the early days of television so she was super she was on like every game show ever which you know again is how she met her husband and I don't when you say game show you're talking like the equivalent of like pyramid or jeopardy you're not yeah, talking she like was on password million dollar password um Help, I forgot my password. <laughs> Super password. There's a I lot. Need a hint for my password. What's my line <laughs> to tell the truth? I've got a secret. Match game, pyramid. To tell so. the truth, they, they've rebooted that one, right? That one's one that's going right now. Uh, they rebooted it in 2015. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. The The main star from Blackish is the, uh, the host. I, I forget so. his name all the time. I also, I also forget his name, but I know he's on Cameo. Yes, he is. <laughs> um, Gabe, were you able to find out if uh, Betty White was ever on I Love Lucy? Uh, it doesn't appear that she was. I don't think so. It doesn't say. It says, the two quickly struck up a friendship over their accomplishments in taking on the male-dominated television business of the 1950s. Anthony Anderson. Yes. But I will say her and Lucio Ball would book game shows together at the same time, so they would be like competing against each other. I would watch that TV show for sure. Um, so they actually, she did so many different game shows. They started referring to her as the first lady of game shows. because She was just on like all of them. Um, then she was on the season four. She was a reg. Uh, she had several appearances on the Mary Tyler Moore show. And then season five, they actually made her a series regular. Um, and then after that, CBS offered her her own sitcom called The Betty White Show, different from the talk show because this is a sitcom. This is in 1977, but they put it at the same time Monday Night Football was on, so it didn't do very well, so it only lasted one season. So since she kept doing a lot of variety shows, so she did like The Carol Burnett Show a lot. She did The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson a lot. She was the first woman to win a daytime Emmy for Outstanding Game Show Host in 1983, which is not that long ago. 
Has yeah, anyone won it since? I am sure they have. I don't. Um, I can't think of any women host of game shows currently. But how many I'm, game shows could you even tell me that are on right now? There's just Jeopardy. I mean, still there on. are a lot that are on, but I couldn't tell you that many that are on. I know. I don't Jane watch Lynch, that many daytime TVs. Jane Lynch hosted uh, that celebrity we- game weakest night link. Show. Oh, celebrity game night. Yeah. We well, there's somebody else. But they here's the thing: they try and put game shows on at night and. I don't. They don't do very well. But they they do really well during the day. But I don't know what they are because I don't watch game shows during the day. So I don't know like what game shows are even on TV anymore. Wheel of Fortune with Drew Ugh. Carey. Who wants to be a millionaire? No, Drew Carey is not Wheel of Fortune. Drew Carey is Price is Right. You're right. You're Pat right. Pat Sajak Fort- is still Wheel of Fortune with. Uh, you're right. With Beach Vanna, Vanna White. Who I That's love. right. And then we've got uh, Jimmy Kimmel is now uh, Jimmy Kimmel, I think, is Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Jane Lynch is Weakest Link. I I think Jimmy Kimmel still wants to be a millionaire. I had no idea. Um, I could be wrong They have the two people like sharing, hosting Jeopardy. Yeah. And then, yeah, I just, I mean, is Wayne Brady still hosting? Uh, It has like lots of doors and boxes. Oh yeah, deal the deal. make make no. a deal. It's not deal make or no deal. deal. Is it make a deal? Let's make a no deal. deal or no Let's deal. Let's make was a deal. That's Johnny, what it is. Johnny, uh, deal or no deal is one of the most stressful. Like I can't watch that show. It stresses me out so, so much. They have that game at uh, Dave and Buster's. Yes, and that's all I pretty much do. And I sit there and I play deal or no, no deal. No, I like it's that really po- the coin pusher. I like the oh coin the <laughs> coin pusher. <laughs> I will fuck. I will rot at the coin pusher. <laughs> that's for sure the like you're teetering a line of uh gambling addiction with that oh, game. absolutely i've done it on cruise ships and i'm like this is so i'm like come on we need to hit like a big wave right now <laughs> oh for sure and then at a certain point you're like oh well i've put too many coins in this i'm building up my own next exactly. wave. exactly i'm just gonna get my own money back <laughs> uh, do you guys this is a sidebar conversation but do you guys have either of you guys been to a casino recently no no not recently okay well, have you ever, because, I mean, honestly, the last time I was at a casino was my wedding, but uh, do you guys, I don't I don't trust the, uh, I didn't get married in Vegas, by the way, anyone <laughs> thinking? Whatever you're Shotgun saying, wedding. you probably shouldn't trust anything at no. a casino. No, I don't, I don't trust those electronic slot machines, like, what? That's, I don't no. understand them. No, like, I don't I don't understand either. how people make money off of them. It doesn't make I any sense either. to me. Oh, uh-oh. <laughs> Gabe, <laughs> y'all right there? <laughs> Dropped his phone on his face. <laughs> um, um, okay, so well, I went to I went gambling at uh, the Hard Rock, the one in Tampa here. Oh really? Uh, oh, that's right. Like, you did that recently. Yeah, I remember. No, that was a while ago. Really? Um, that was like a couple months ago. No, I haven't been in a while. Um, but you were in Tampa. I wasn't Tampa because you told the to story. I thought it was the same time. Okay. Mm, Anyways, no. continue with your story. No. Um. And Gabe, I weren't think... you just there recently? Was it? <laughs> Don't you live there? Aren't you in a casino right now? Apparently, this this didn't this you move Tampa to Tampa? <laughs> Do you live in a slot machine? <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, Gabe. Tell us so, the story. <laughs> I have a I have a working theory that in the slot, like, so when I went there, they gave you like a little membership card, um, and you're supposed to put your money on it to gamble. I don't know if they all do this, but that's the the way they did it there. And I have a working theory that when you first put it in, you win no matter what. Like that, they're they're scammed to like to make you think like, oh, gambling's easy, and then you don't win anymore, <laughs> <laughs> and then you never win again. Yeah. So, anyways, Betty White. Okay, in 1985 is when Golden Girls started. So she starred as Rose. 
she is a precious. I don't know if anyone else is Golden Girls fan. I'm a huge Golden Girls fan. My mom watched that it growing up. Gold. So like I would see it like in passing. It's hilarious. Even now, it's still very funny. It was pretty progressive. They addressed a lot of really heavy things, especially for the 80s. Um, they addressed like gay relationships. They addressed um, racial injustices and inequalities. It's like a lot of things because there's a character, uh, Rue McClanahan's character, Blanche, is from the South. And at some point, she like has a confederate flag and there is a black man who's like i don't like this is not you shouldn't like this is bad and she's like well i don't understand it just like mate reminds me of home and he was like okay but do you know like what it means and she's like yeah it means like my house my home the south and he was like no and it's like but like they do a very good job at explaining it and it's like they address the topic very appropriately the same with um gay relationships it's just someone basically being like well i don't understand why and they're like well it doesn't matter what you understand it is this way so it's just uh for being you know the mid 80s they do they do a really good job at addressing some some pretty heavy topics that even today still don't get addressed very well sometimes um she was actually originally offered the role of blanche which is the southern and rue mcclanahan was offered rose but they had just both played similar characters to those on other shows so when they were doing the pilot the director said maybe switch and like see how that goes and it ended up being perfect so they did that and i don't really okay. even know what golden girls is about oh uh, so it's about so there's this, can i explain Arthur. it badly first and see what okay. I, I okay this is what i think golden girls is about i think there's four old women correct that probably no i think Okay, this might be wrong, but I'm going to say it anyways. I think this is wrong. I think one of them is the mother of another one. That's true. No, that's correct. Okay. And they're um, all old? They're all old. Yeah, that's, that's why I thought maybe I'm wrong. Um, and I think they're all single. Yes, they're and all so either think, divorced or widowed. And I think if I'm... The vibe I always got, and I'm often wrong, is that these are just like four old bachelor women. And Pretty much. Kinda like, it's like living single, but old ladies. So, so yeah, they basically live in like um a retirement village in Florida. And B Arthur is the daughter she is uh the daughter of the woman who what is her name in real life? Betty White. Dorothy is B Arthur's name in the show. And Blanche is Rue McClanahan, Rose is Betty White, and then Sophia is uh played by someone getty and that is b arthur's mom and it's funny because b arthur's super tall and sophia's really really short but she's the mom of the really really tall lady but they're all either widowed or divorced and they're just like living together in a home in miami florida and it's just about like being old people and living in florida and it's hilarious <laughs> so just to be clear golden girls is not about four four old women who are painted in sparkling gold and That's just it. having uncontrolled orgies at all times that is what it's about did you not listen to what we just said okay sorry i just wanted to make sure i fully fully understood the premise so now what you're saying is i need to go watch golden girls you absolutely need to watch golden girls it's well once i finish gray's anatomy and also <laughs> new amsterdam i'm re-watching new, the new arthur amsterdam. Was a marine. um anyways so actually b arthur and betty white didn't have like a great relationship in real life um, they didn't say it was bad. They just said it was strained because basically B. Arthur would be annoyed because Betty White was just always like happy. 
Oh my god. Oh my god, Prush. Speaking of happy. <laughs> Speaking of happy so, little baby. Hold on. B. Arthur was annoyed by B. Optimism. Arthur was annoyed by the fact that Betty White was always like a happy, positive person because B. Arthur Even was just like, based I'm on grumpy. Like, the, the little I know about her, that tracks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they said they was always like super respectful. Like B. Arthur would always wait to leave. Like she would never leave until all four of the girls like were finished and could leave together. And um when B. Arthur passed away in 2009, Betty White said, I knew it was going to hurt, but I didn't know it was going to hurt this much, which is so sad. Oh. So, was, um, so, yeah. so l- let me, I'm having a hard time with this. Okay. We all love Betty White, but I really don't even know why we love Betty White. Is it just because she's been around the industry for so long or well, is she it because like, did so much for women in the industry? Like it was literally, okay, that's what I was gathering. She would like, I mean, that's, that's one of the reasons that I love her. A lot of people love her just because she's like a very funny comedic actress. And it's even funnier that she's so funny and she's old. I don't know why just like her being old just adds to her comedy, <laughs> but it just does. And I'll make the rules, who's, but that's the way it is. Who's the other old person that died a couple of years back that people would always mistake Betty White for? That grandma character in like every movie. Betty White. <laughs> I don't oh, know who you're talking no. about. Now I got to look this up. Yeah. Okay. So while you look at that, what was after Gold? What she do after Golden Girls? Well, I did want to mention she won an Emmy for Outstanding Actress in a Comedy Series for season one, but was nominated for every single year the show was on. Good. Um. So impressive. Yes. Um. So after Golden Girls, she was doing like just guest spots here and there. She did like a soap opera, a couple things, more Emmy nominations, and then in two thousand nine, we get the proposal. So in 2009, we get the proposal. We also, at the same time, get the Snickers ad during the Super Bowl. This was the beginning oh, of yes. the Betty White comeback. Those two okay. things combined made everyone be like, holy shit, this is hilarious. Do you guys yeah, remember the Snickers ad yeah. where she's playing football and she like gets the shit tackled? I've never gotten that woman confused with Betty White in my no, life. No, no, no. I'm saying people get this person confused I get with it. Betty White. I don't know who I, that is. Who, but I, I don't it. know who got her confused with her. Ellen, Alba, Ellen Albertini Dow? Doe? She's just okay. another old woman in the acting world. But, but who I think she was getting it. Betty White confused with her? There are people out there who got you, Betty White and Other than you, can you give me an example? Listen, I never got her confused with Betty White. I'm saying that people did. Okay, so no. And also, she was born in 1913, example. so there was only a seven-year difference. Whoa. She was born in 1913 That's a and died difference. in 2015. Yeah, okay, math, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, so she was 102 when she died? Math, yes. Yeah, that's, that's old. That's crazy. I don't want to ever be that old. <laughs> I do. I just want all my cognitive functions. Uh, it's all about healthy. I'm so tired it. now, I can't imagine. <laughs> I'm already so tired. Okay, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Everything's fine. Um, okay, so after the Snickers commercial and the proposal, there was like a grassroots viral online campaign for her to host SNL. And it was successful. So in 2010, May 2010, she became the oldest person ever to host SNL. She was 88. She won an Emmy for that. <laughs> so oh many gosh. Emmys. Did she host again after that, breaking no. her own she record? Was, she was on again, but she didn't host again. She was on like a couple sketches, but she didn't host again. I'm surprised. Um, I feel like sometimes they just get like, I don't know. Maybe the schedules just didn't work out. But there are definitely some people who host all the time. 
Yeah. Um, and then, so then they did Hot in Cleveland. Um, and that, that was, was yes, that was a show. And she starred in that. And she, that was from 2010 to 2015. And during that same time, she had a reality show called Betty White's Off Their Rocker, where senior citizens would prank people mm. in younger generations. I remember this vaguely. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. <laughs> I don't remember, but I don't like prank shows. I don't find them amusing. They, I find them upsetting. I'm also not a fan, but that would work great in like YouTube generation. Yeah. I feel like. So she had that for two years. Um, she launched a clothing line that was mainly just like t-shirts with her face on it, but all the proceeds would go to different animal charities. Incredible. Like my dream. <laughs> amazing. Um, she wrote a book called If You Ask Me and You Probably Won't when she won a Grammy for that because she recorded the audiobook for it. So she won a Grammy for her audiobook performance for that. And then there was a television special for her 90th birthday, which had like all kinds of famous people, including the uh, president at the time, Barack Obama, like wishing her happy birthday and stuff there. Uh, oh, oh, PBS aired a documentary in 2018 called Betty White, the first lady of television. And then um, on her birthday this year, so next week when this comes out, um, they are going to release a documentary called Betty White, A Celebration in theaters. And uh, it was filmed oh. and planned before she passed away. After she passed away, they decided they, they wanted to honor her anyways and still air it. So there's all kinds of celebrities that she's worked with, all kinds of people who's... Uh, lives she's impacted and just lots of cool stuff so i'm excited to get to see that i don't know if it i um, imagine ultimately it will end up being streamed somewhere but as of right now it just all i could find was that it will be released in theaters so you know whose life she didn't change who's sexually robert redford i thought he did have a crush on her no no but she didn't ever do him Right, but they impacted each other's lives sexually because no, they both not... had feelings for each other. Feelings are not sexual. Shouldn't, shouldn't, man. Just words. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching a clip of uh, she was doing this like interview with Steve Harvey, and it was like, uh, uh, what's that? What's that? What's oh my gosh? Um, I'm losing my freaking. What's that called? Um, family feud. Family feud style, where he would ask her a question and she would give an answer. And one of them was like, name something you never did in Hollywood. She said, Robert Redford. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> she's funny. She's, she's so not just funny. a comedic actor. She's just a funny person. Well, which no, is and not it was something super, you always have. Right. Well, then it was funny. Not funny. It was really very sweet because she was like, what's one thing you can't live without? And she's like, love. And then everyone in the audience was like, aw. And she's like, yeah. no, for real. And then she like explained it. And I was like, dang, that's deep. Yeah. Um, but yes, she worked a lot. She focused a lot of her time on animal welfare, animal rights, always had dogs, always had pets, like just huge animal lover. We loved that. We love to see it. Um, obviously she fought racial injustice, started early with her TV show and continued to do so and spoke, uh, against racial inequality throughout her career. Uh, LGBT, very similar. She was like, why can't gay people get married? Like literally mind your own business and let people be happy. Love is love. So she just, she's just great. She's just great. She's on the right side of a lot of things. Yes. She had a very positive, optimistic, happy person outlook. 
Which is probably why she got to live so long. <laughs> Which is probably why B. Arthur hated her. <laughs> Truly. Um, she did pass away on December 31st, as we all know, the, the last day of 2021. She died of natural causes in her sleep. She was 99. It was very sad. But it's good, in my opinion, that she didn't, like, have to go through any kind of illness or, like, quote-unquote, withering away. I feel like if you're going to die, going in your sleep is one of the ideal ways to go. So Yeah. Probably the ideal way. Honestly, though, what a life. She had, she just did so much in her career and and in her personal life and just genuinely a very, very good person. And, um, just truly a gem. And, uh, I was very so sad are, when I learned she passed away. So what, uh, what would, what comes when you were doing the research here for this, what would you say were like the biggest movies that she was in credited wise? Movies. It really wasn't as much. It was really more television was where her career really was like, you know, obviously she was in the proposal. Um, I think she was in, she voiced someone in Toy Story 4. Um, it was like a little tiger Woody? or something. <laughs> yeah. A toy no tiger, buzz. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like she hasn't done so many films, but she's just done so much in movie or in television rather. And she just really like was such, like she just broke down so many doors when it came to like women in the industry more than just acting, but like behind the camera as well. And it's just truly incredible in my opinion. What was her like late most latest thing with a toy story? Um, I mean, she's probably done a lot of like interviews and stuff. It looks like her last credited role in acting was in 2019. And yeah, it was a reprised role on Disney plus Forky asks a question as what Bitey White. Yeah, uh, what, yeah white? as Bitey, Bitey White. white. Cause she was a tiger. Uh-huh. But it looks like she did a lot of, um, she did an episode of uh, WWE as Betty White, which is yes, hilarious. She played herself in a lot of things. Um, the Lorax, uh, you know, obviously all of the Golden Girl stuff. She had a couple episodes in Community, um, The Middle, The Bold and the Beautiful. I've never heard of that TV that's show. A, uh, that's that's a soap opera. Oh, okay. Uh, 30 Rock, obviously The Proposal. Mm-hmm. Uh, My Name is Earl. Ugly Betty. So, yeah, okay. So, yeah, a lot of TV a stuff. A lot of television, a lot of comedy, not a lot of film stuff, because I think she just really had a passion for the, the television industry. And um, she really changed it in, in, in so many ways, truly. It's incredible. And uh, she has, like, a million Emmys, a million SAG Awards. It's Golden Globes. It's crazy, like, the amount of awards this woman has. Oh, my gosh. I, I'm getting a... Emmys. Sorry, go ahead, Gabe. Go ahead. I was gonna say I didn't know she had some. I didn't know she had any Emmys, to be honest. Oh yeah, she so has a lot. Makes sense. I was gonna say to piggyback off Toy Story. I was watching "Won't You Be My Maybe" on Netflix, <laughs> and for spoiler, I guess Keanu Reeves is in that movie, and it's like a big reveal. Like he plays himself. Mm. Um, and my friend was like, "I don't know who that is." And I was like, "Oh, that's Keanu Reeves," and she was like, "Well." Like, what's he been in? I was like, The Matrix, uh, <laughs> so, so John Wick, um, Bill Speed, and Ted, Lake House, Speed. And then I was, and then I said, He's Duke Kaboom. She's like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, so that's, wow, that's, that's the Orlando culture for you, right yep, there. Exactly. 
Speaking of Disney and Orlando, uh, do you guys remember this show, Teacher's Pet? Yeah, I remember. Why is that speaking of Orlando? Cause, oh, because it's a Disney show. It's Disney. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Betty White did an episode of that where she was the <laughs> granny. <laughs> well, that doesn't so. surprise me. Uh, also, the wild thornberries. She was uh, in, in that. So she did Anyways. a lot of voiceover stuff. Mm-hmm, I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, the Hercules TV series. She was uh, in the Hercules TV series. Now I'm just going through all this. There is a lot of, and it's a lot of like yeah. one one off things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but still, I my one of my I think my most vivid Betty, Betty White at all memory is uh, in the proposal where she's uh, faking the heart attack, and as soon as the dad, uh, Ryan Reynolds, and and the dad who's played by uh, the trainer from Blades of Glory. Uh, that's what he's most famous for, and you cannot tell me otherwise. Uh, they like forgive each other, and then she's like, "Okay, I'm good." <laughs> like you, sly fox. I like when she's searching for Sandra Bullock's boobs in the dress. <laughs> um, she has a Hollywood. She has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Obviously, she got it in 1995. I think it is right next to her late husband's, which is precious. Um, after she passed away, I'm sure you saw pictures, like people left flowers, candles, like all kinds of things, like pictures and stuff there, which happens a lot when celebrities pass away. Um, but it's just like a nice, cute little way to honor people. But she, um, uh, yeah, she's just won so many awards. And in 2011, there was a poll conducted um, where she was voted the most popular and trusted celebrity in America, which is very believable. Popular and trusted. Yeah. What a... An- Specific award. Mm-hmm. Second place was Tom Cruise. No. Denzel yeah, Washington, he's... Sandra Bullock, and Tom Hanks. Uh, uh, I got the Tom. In popular. that order? Uh, no, those were just like the other p- top oh, like okay. nominees. I would trust all four of those people. Sandra yeah. Bullock has really grown on me over the years. Mm-hmm. She's aging like fine wine. She's mm. she's pretty dope. Um, uh, what else about Betty White? Or, I mean... I mean, what are you guys like, Carmen? I feel like you know her from the proposal, and like that's it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Gabe, but also, you know I have to anything? go back and watch Golden Girls. Yes, apparently. I love Golden Girls. Golden Girls is always what I think of when I think of Betty White. Um, definitely my favorite role that she's had. So, Gabe, do you have one? I I knew her from Golden Girls and the Snickers commercial. Yeah, that's about it for me. And then so, just from being in pop culture relevance. If if you guy if she was still alive and you could cast her in any TV show, what uh and it might have been one where she was just uh, uh in passing or she played herself, what would you cast her in as a recurring role? I think Thanos. Thanos. Yes. <laughs> the true the true hero of the story. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, um, I would love to see her. I opposite just someone really young. Like yeah. in like an a- in an action movie, um. So maybe I'm trying to think of a young, like not Tom Holland, someone more, like actiony. Maybe Pete Davidson. I would love to see. Pete oh Davidson. my god! And I don't even like Pete Davidson, but putting Pete They'd Davidson probably in Betty White's date. He'd probably <laughs> woo her, and she'd fall in love with him. So uh, I would like wiener. to see the Pete Davidson. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, Pete Davidson, Betty White, romantic comedy <laughs> in theaters. <laughs> 2023 <laughs> dang that's a good one gabe uh i think it's hard to beat pete davidson i don't like him <laughs> but like <laughs> but i, I but it's not when people don't like him 
it's not that I don't like him. I don't. I don't think he's that funny. That's all. It's it's not that I don't like him. I just don't like him. You know. Mm, yes, you know I, get, I, mean? I get what you're saying. Yeah. He's not perfect. Sense. I don't think he's unfunny, but he's just unfunny. I disagree. He uh, he has funny things that he's done, uh, like that. Uh, that Mars skit on SNL uh, that cracks me up. Do you me. think just... he's not funny on SNL or like when you watch him as a person? No, when I watch I like him as a person, up. I've never thought that he was very funny. Yeah. I think that I am funnier than Pete Davidson. Well, you think you're funnier than a lot of people and you're just incorrect factually, but have you watched his stand-up? No, but also, okay. why also, would you say something you so hurtful and interviews? so wrong? <laughs> yeah, his interviews are not that funny. I disagree. I, I will I, go and watch his interviews. I think I here's my thing. I think he will, in my opinion, he tells stories that if I read them, I would be like, this isn't funny. But for some reason, the way he tells them, I'm like, why are you so goofy? Like, yeah, you're just I, a I agree that he's goofy. I just, yes, but it, that, I don't know. that makes me laugh. So that his, would mean there's funny happening. I just find his jokes predictable. I just think people are mean to him for no reason. Oh, I'm not mean. I'm not, I, I would never be mean to somebody. One time he was talking about how people on the internet say he has butthole eyes. And I was like, that's a really mean thing to say about <laughs> a person. He, I'm not nice. Like, and I would never say that about somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I want to look it up. <laughs> so, yes, look it up because that is funny. Uh, <laughs> I would watch a movie... Uh, so not just because Andrew Garfield is so hot right now, mm, but because Andrew Garfield, so I think, is just... Oh, it's true. Uh, I was re-watching just all of the scenes of Amazing Spider-Man 2. I didn't watch the movie. I just watched all of the important it's scenes from it. It's not a good movie, but it's, I love that man. It's fine. It's a bad uh, movie. But no, it's I like would fact, watch... Like, objectively, it's a bad movie, but I love it's it. It's better, better than I Spider-Man 3. Absolutely it is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> also a but, bad movie. <laughs> yeah, I would watch uh, a movie... Home. What? <laughs> what? No, just kidding. I would watch a movie where she was an action hero and all of her scenes were CGI'd and like in a really bad way. And she played opposite uh Andrew Garfield. And I would I would equate it to being like in Star Wars episode two and three where the really terrible. old no, the really old guy played Count Dooku, and you could clearly tell when it's a stunt double and CGI, and he's like doing all the easy scenes. I don't uh, understand, but that's what I want from Betty White. The the special effects in those movies are so much worse than the ones that came out in the seventies. Literally, <laughs> why? That. What is happening? I hate the prequels. <laughs> I think this was on your comments and on Facebook, <laughs> um, but I I called that the worst lightsaber scene. Light lightsaber fight ever and someone from our softball team just got really defensive about it <laughs> well that's because the worst lightsaber battle of all time is the original one between darth vader and obi-wan in episode what? four what is wrong that had with you it had stakes idiot no it's so poorly choreographed mike they never well, so go above are their you. head I it's because way, I am an improv genius no it is way more important for a fight to matter that's not what I said, though. Yoda to flip nonstop around old ass. That is absurd. Fucking. The stakes like, are not what's Dooku. in question here. It's the, the yes, choreographed. It no, the no. effort no. and the. Okay, no. you know what? This is There's a whole no different question. podcast, guys. <laughs> this is a rabbit hole. The Betty White patented rabbit hole. <laughs> okay, if Betty White is an angel. If you have a moment in her memory on the 17th. Uh, and you you have an extra dollar or five to donate to an animal charity or rescue or something in her name. I think that would be a great way to honor her. Um, 
And remember to hug all of your dogs and cats because that's what Betty White would do. And eat a Snickers. Yeah. And I think all of the proceeds from this episode, the Dude Thoughts podcast, can donate in her name. Yes. I think that's fair. Uh, Gabe, any any closing remarks from you and your beautiful hair? It does Um, look very nice. It's a good haircut. It's very flattering on your head shape. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Nothing. No. I God bless Betty White America. and God bless America. Oh, yeah, there it is. God bless us, everyone, and Betty I White. Think if, if you got a dream, Carmen, what should they do? Go and chase it, just like Betty White did, and uh, we will see you all in the next one. Bye.